now I will uh, leave it to uh, you folks. So you have a couple of things here. Um, at the end of the uh, last session, as you heard in the video, you've got a couple of possible quests that you're looking uh, to choose from. But there are other people that you haven't spoken to that had indicated that they might like to. For example, Devessa Shane, the first speaker, would probably has uh, mentioned that she would like to be able to see you again. You might remember that. Um, it was suggested that uh, Beldora, the mysterious woman that you found, that Greta and Selsig found, um, that's the kind of, she said that she would have more information for you if you came back her way. Um, although Selsig wasn't clear what that meant about coming back her way, but you know, he's a little troubled. Totally got to introduce it to Urash after last session. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we've got that going on. So you have, um, and then you have, of course, Markham Southwell's um, quest, as it were, to sort of explore around the uh, Ten Towns. And you've got um, the Sirak of uh, Suzel's quest, uh, Sirak Simber, the son of Artis Simber, who suggested you go to Waterdeep. So you have a lot of, it's a it's a quest-rich environment for all of yes. you. So I'll now leave it to and you. And start keeping a quest log. What do you guys want to uh, do? Sirak of who? Uh, he called himself Sirak of Suzale, but his his name the admit, that was his sort of his that was his cover name. He finally admitted okay. to you that his name okay. was actually sort of Sirak Simber, um, yeah. the son of Ar Arctic Simber, because he had kept yeah, his name quiet because he was worried be... about his father. Yeah, yeah, too right. We don't want to be saying, "Oh yeah, hello, son of Arctic Simber, here, there, and everywhere." Do we? <laughs> hey, guy that's wanted everywhere we go. Yeah, good yeah. thing that Simber isn't here, right? Giants, giants, giants. <laughs> yeah. Giants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Um, just uh, from what happened last time, I'm on 15 hit points. Does that sound about right? Uh, I believe that is correct. Let's take a look. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. You are. Actually, I have you at. I've got you at 12, Greta at 32, and Celsig at 27. Is oh, that anywhere okay. close? Yeah. But okay. only. My sh I, yeah, my sheet's off then. Some kind of short rest and uh, no spells, right? Right. Urash, actually, you should be up to full at this point because you've been through full healing and everything else. So you it oh, okay. take a little bit while. Okay. So what are you up at full, heal, uh, full hit points? <laughs> 57. And we'll say the same thing for Greta and for Selsig because at this point you've had a chance to go back and you know kind of get rested up after all of your adventures. Cool. Um, so we'll put you guys at full. So Greta and Selsig, where are you guys yeah. now? <laughs> Save point um... heal. Insert JRPG rest theme here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Greta, where are uh, you at? Um, wherever Selsig is, I'm. What you mean hit point wise, right? Hit point wise. Um, how about thirty three? How about 33? I, I'm good. pretty sure I've messed that up. At, I'm pretty sure I've How messed that up at some point 53? while leveling, leveling up. I really, I think at some point I messed all my leveling up up, like really bad. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's. Uh, but that's fine. I can so, go. Well, you guys are all level uh, five. five, right? Yes. So that's probably not that off. Um, I think you were just, I think Pirates, you were like two or three right. past me, but I think at this point I was the lowest max HP in the party. Okay, which is 27? What are you at, Celsic? Uh, yeah. 33 is my max. 33. Yeah, yeah. I need to. I really need somebody to go through with me through my to my level ups at some point because I'm not sure if I've done this correctly. <laughs> right. We should definitely make sure that you got the you got the maximum mm. points to which you're entitled. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be important <laughs> moving forwards. <laughs> You think so? Hit not points. Not Who needs anyway. hit points? It's not like not like you're taking. They're no big deal. It's not like you're taking care of your hit points. You lose them all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Everywhere. Tempest, you get Tempest is taking points. care you of me. Some okay. Yeah, I some of your hit here, points. I leave them there. Some of your hit points were even lying in the snow and everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Games Age, as, as far as how this compares to Fantasy Grounds, um, so I'm not as familiar with Fantasy Grounds as I am through Roll20. My view is that there is there are a few things that are still clunky about Roll20, like, for example, the search of the uh, soundtrack feature. Please fix that, Roll20. But in general, I'm, I think Roll20 is, in my opinion, the best product on the market. Um, it's got the best breadth. I think it has the best support. Uh, D&D is working directly with it, so a lot of the games that are coming out, like uh, the new Tomb of Annihilation, has already been released for this, so all of the tokens and everything are built to, into Roll20. So I like Roll20 a lot. Um, again, not saying it's perfect. Perfect, but I I really like it. So character the, sheets alone. Character sheet, right? And the character yeah. sheets are mm. really good too. Yes, the video chat is awful, but that's why I use Zoom, which is awesome. Yeah, uh, just saying. Um, okay. Anyway, having said all that. Yeah. Um, oh, you've been a DM for forty years. Oh, well, you got one on me then, Games Age. I've been a I've only been DMing for thirty, so you you got you got ten on me. Um, okay. So uh, you guys have now had a chance to you were and in fact you've all gotten this rest at this same house of healing, as it were, mm. um, where you left behind. So as you guys wake up in the morning relatively refreshed although a bit peckish um, you can now chat Steph with each other about what you want to do check my wounds see if anything's falling off food. I could I could do a food and drink right now after <laughs> that after all of that I could do with some food and some ale to be honest with you and um, what I'd like to do is I'd like to have a quick look at this uh, axe when I get a second okay uh, you could certainly do that are you too hungry to do that now or do you want to do the axe no, thing the I can I can do the axe thing first <laughs> So, um, the axe is notable for a couple of reasons. Number one, it has a number of notches along the blade. This is obviously seen more than a bit of combat. You think you may even recognize a few things that correspond to notches in your own armor? You know, like maybe it all kind of fits in. Um, Say armor. I don't wear armor. I mean, in, in quotes. <laughs> right, yeah. Which I mean skin. Skin armor. Um, skin armor. Of yeah. flesh. Yeah. yeah. The loincloth, I guess. Um, yeah. But uh, so you see, you do see a few uh, notches. Um, other than that, though, the axe is in good condition. You notice that it is, first of all, extremely health, uh, heavy. Um, people who do not have your strength would have a hard time wielding it, and they'd especially have a hard time wielding it um, if it weren't very, very well balanced. Like, you're surprised about the ratio of blade to hilt and how well it keeps it from being top-heavy. Um, it seems to swing very nicely. Clearly meant for the two-handed strike. This is not a, an axe plus shield type of deal. Uh, this yep. is the kind of thing that you do when you're like all about that damage and not so much all about the being taking damage. You don't care about that. Um, cool. The other thing I want to note about it is that there are markings that you can see um, up and down the handle, uh, but they are strange markings to you. You don't recognize the language. Um, and uh, you would guess that these markings are actually fairly old. They don't seem to resemble, you know, you have like a faint understanding, rudimentary understanding of some of the other languages, the common ones, but it doesn't seem to be Elvish or Dwarvish or even Orcish. Um, there's some kind of strange language here that you don't really understand. Uh, where's Greta at the moment? I assume in the Greta, same room. Greta, waking Greta, up, yep. I, guess. I need you, here? Greta. Are you here? Yeah. Look, I'm, yes, I'm, yes, I am. I'm, what's, I'm, up? what's up? What's happening? You're good with magic, right? Do these symbols mean anything to you? Uh, I stare at the eggs uh, and eggs and the strange symbols. And um, in case they are like dwarvish or gnomish, I might recognize them. Otherwise, I will see if my whatever knowledge I have because I have totally messed up all of my sheets here. Uh, Do you know history... detect magic? <laughs> <laughs> no, and you've not asked for it anyway. <laughs> okay, that's our next question. I can tell you is, if it's valuable. Is it? Is it magical? I don't know. I'm not 
really big on magical weapons. Um, you guys are I, you guys are definitely uh, a little I, I, low in the I, magic I, department. But if you know, I mean, this was the eggs of Drufi, and Drufi was okay. kind of a of a big thing among the frost giants. I would be surprised if it wasn't magic. Then I shall find out. Thank you, my friend. No problem. I actually also need to go out because I need to go shopping for a new shield. I might need one in the future. <laughs> <laughs> not. I'm not going to need this one. Uh, show her my kind of buckler. The the buckler, which is like half bent, you know, like like sort of. No, it's the one I keep. It's the one I keep on my back because it stops me from using a two-handed weapon. Oh, so you like? Oh, so you never actually pulled it out, right? No, never. Shield. I've got a shield now, and I'm just like, oh, well, that's getting in the way, isn't it? I'll just put that back there. (laughs) I I think I would like something um, fitted to me, and oh, uh, that that makes something something bigger. I'll I'll keep this in case you want to make it explode later. Thank you. That is actually a really good idea. I mean, not not only the the, the making it ex- explode part, but have something that I could use for that. Not a you problem. know what if I you mean. Can, if you can bring down a tower on a giant with one of these bad boys, I I'm all for it. Now, where's the little one? We need some food. Yeah, let's let's go and go go shopping for food and let, for for shield one. and everything. Aforementioned little one is in the same Although, room, I believe. If we go shopping, do we really want to have him with us? I don't want to get arrested. He seems... I don't know what you're talking about. He seems I like think... a fine upstanding member of the community. As a member of this party, I've got us into trouble less than the two of you. I've never gotten anybody into trouble. You blew us up! Yeah, He's but that point. was... That was He's not trouble. Not like in the, in the nearest sense of the word. I'm reasonably certain at one point you set me on fire. I... Did not... <laughs> We did kind of set that guy on fire way back last year as well, but we don't talk about him. Yeah, we don't. That, that, see, that doesn't even count. Oh, no, that wasn't you. Let's Somebody go else shopping. set me on fire. It's fine. Let, let, it was, it's, it's so okay. not appealing in this picture. That's who set me on fire. Yeah, let's go shopping. I need some food and some beer. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go shopping. Okay, uh, so one of the things that you guys note as you go out into um, Bryn Shander, as you mentioned, it's the largest of the ten towns, and so it is a decent-sized town, decent-sized settlement. Um, Probably doesn't quite rise to the level of a small city, but it definitely has a uh, pretty strong and functional uh, merchant area, which is the one that's actually circled by that green circle in the middle there. The problem is that at the moment, um, it's not so strong on the whole mercantile available things because the place has been under siege as you guys know for some time and so um, a lot of the stuff is has been picked over that said there is still a lot of uh, a lot of the basics um, still remain and so if you want to look for things like a shield for example as you mentioned and other things like that you should be able to find those things with little difficulty um, so okay. yeah I would like to go shopping for a shield and um Maybe something like a healing potion, although I have no idea how expensive they are, because um, in the Temple Dex Falters, we usually don't have them because we have healers at hand, so, um, yeah. And I've been doing a bang-up job of not looting anything, so I'm poor. (laughs) (laughs) I've got got Sounds like some people might need bankrolling. <laughs> for a this modest is, interest rate. This is, this is the long game for you, isn't it? Yeah, I, I will own you to like the 10th generation <laughs> by the end of this campaign. I'm going to own your children and your children's children and your children's children's children. And I'm going to go and pester people who look like they know magic because uh, that's what I do. Uh, 
and, and I'm going to ask them if they know anything about magic. Okay. Um, so uh, have a good one, Adaruksu. Um, so uh, yes, so this is what you discover. First of all, we'll we'll start with um, with Greta, um, who is looking for shields. And I'm sorry, Selsig, are you accompanying Greta or Orash? Or are you going by yourself? Are you? I, I missed yeah, that. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna accompany Greta. We okay. have good times together. Okay. Oh, hey, just before we split up, do we want to split up and meet back at like a bar or somewhere? I don't. I don't even want to split up. Are we not splitting up because the the, the market's going quite big? I really, I really want to see what you find out about your eggs. I'm okay, really cool. curious, we'll, we'll, actually. We'll so I would together. like to come with. I would like That's to cool. come with you. That's cool. Well, I'll go with you first to get your shield, and then we'll do what Celtic wants, and then okay. we'll go and try and find someone to pester. So, okay, let's, um, let's, okay let's so you're going to do that. For a shield. So, yeah. as you go shopping for a shield, so uh, you look around. As I mentioned, there are some. A lot of these places are shut down and closed down, uh, but there are a couple of um, blacksmiths uh, that you see clearly. First of all, some of them just have a person, you know, like hammering out front, um, but also you hear the telltale clink, clank, clang, you know, coming from inside a couple of them as well. And there are two um, fairly sizable ones uh, compared to much of the rest of the merchant, merchant district, anyway, um, that are actually set right near each other. Um, one of them okay. uh, has a shield on a sign that's hanging above a door from which the clang, clang, and you can kind of feel the heat coming out of it. And then right across the way is one that has a sword hanging um, from this, like, on this sign, like a sign that has a sword on it. And there's uh, the same clanging sound coming from it with heat coming from it. And these are very close to each other. Like, you could pretty much... I don't know, they're separated by a hundred, couple hundred feet, maybe? You could just walk from one to the other if you wanted. One sword, one shield. Shield on the left, sword on the right, in case you care. Okay, I, I'm looking for a shield, so I will just take a guess and move forward the one with the shield. Okay. On the shield. Um, Alright, so you enter to find, first of all, um, I'm going to jump out of DMing for a minute to explain something which will help, I think, understand this in-game. So, um, my uh, wife wanted to get her bike fixed up because she hadn't taken her bike out for a long time. So I took it to this place called the Bronx River Bicycle Works where I live here in New York City. Now, I walked into this place and I brought my daughter with me and I have never seen in a relatively small place this many bikes like up, lining up both walls, hanging from the ceiling. I wasn't 100% clear how strong the racks were, you know, that they were hanging from. Like, first of all, the place looked ancient, and there were all kinds of, like, any manner of bikes. Um, the guy was a very nice guy, extraordinarily talkative, and wanted to tell me everything that there ever was to know about bike making. But anyway, um, so uh, that's where I brought my... That's the experience that you have when you walk into this, except it's shields that we're talking about. Shields literally line every wall. They're, like, essentially, you know... Uh, um, layered over each other so he can fit more in, presumably. There are also suits of armor that you see um, below that, so it's basically a row of shields and then suits of armor. There are boots kind of lining the walls, and there's essentially one small footpath essentially that's been, that's, that's available to walk from the door to what looks like kind of a counter behind which, and it's a stone counter, and behind it you can feel this roaring heat from a forge and a bellows, and uh, there is a sturdy-looking dwarf um, with a leather apron on um, who is uh, turned away from you, who is clanging away. Clang, 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 you know, type of thing, um, and has not noticed you as you guys are in there. I, I think we found the Urash. right place. I look at Urush and say, yeah, I think we've come to the right place. Yep. So, um, 
I uh, walk around the, uh, the counter. Uh, if it's, I don't know how the high the counter is, but I want to be seen. And I say, um, hello. Um, and uh, so clang, clang, clang does not hear, apparently doesn't hear you, continues to clang, clang, clang. And you notice as you're this close, Greta, um, that you hear some clang. Like in time with the clang. Like humming to himself. Okay, I, I wait for a moment. Maybe he just needs to finish what he's doing. Clang, clang. Could I, could I intervene and just like yep. knock my hand on the right counter? Sound. Yep, do that. Uh, here we go. Full immersion. Here we go. <laughs> now I have to wait for the stream delay to see what you're actually doing that way. <laughs> All right, so that's the uh, yeah. that's the clanging sound. I had to make sure. I'm I gonna, I'm gonna have, like bash my hand on the counter to get his attention okay so you bring your down on he's like ah hi now Hello. He, he turns around and this guy has the hey what's up Cairo how you doing man speaking of D&D &D players um, <laughs> this guy has got just the biggest shock of red hair that you've ever seen just like like literally it, it looks as if he sort of stuck his head too close to the forge and the forge just blasted his hair up and he's been like that ever since like just crazy sort of hair his eyebrows are this bushy red and they almost look maybe like they've been half singed um and he's got this great bushy beard um down he's sort of a ah how are you laddie and lass and and he sort of looks and he kind of sort of sees you so he can and little person. Uh, and he kind of looks Every around the counter. And he kind of <laughs> leans around. Oh, yes, uh, uh, pardon me. One of the one of the halfling folks. What can I do for you? Oh, and he holds up a hand at you or us. He says, that's just what you need. You got the perfect build for it. And he kind of looks up at you and you, you sort of look back at him, I assume. Mm -hmm. And he's like... Um is, and he says, oh, just a minute, lass. I got something perfect for you, too. But first. And he holds up uh, his hand. And it looks like it's like a photographer, like in modern times, who would be like sort of measuring you, you know, like with his hands. So he's doing the same thing. He's like, yes, perhaps. Oh, maybe. And then he bustles over to um, this area where there are helmets stacked up from the ground. If there's 50, there must be 50 of them if there's one. It's just like... And he quickly, like, and you're not entirely sure how he does this, manages to pull the helmets off until he gets one right in the middle, like number 25 or something, and puts <laughs> it down. Second. Yeah. And then brings it back over. Right. This is what you need, laddie. Now bend over. Bend over, right? Right, here you go. Uh, okay. And he um, immediately clamps this helmet on you. Um, poof. Now, you've never had a helmet that I know of, Orash, that's on. Nope. So this thing feels a little confining, but he says, That laddie right there is the Mach 1978. That helmet, that helmet will stop anything. It'll stop an axe. It'll stop a sword. It'll stop your companion who thinks you've been spending too much time in the tavern. It'll stop anyone who bothers you because you can't hear a thing. And as he I says you can't hear a thing, <laughs> he's right. Because as he says all of this, Celsic and Greta hear this. What you hear is... You can't hear anything. Like, just this mumbling sound, basically, because it covers your ears completely. Mm. He says, I'm so, gonna, I'm... what do you think? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna take it off. Uh, I I like to hear my enemies coming. Thank you, though. I mean, it's a lovely fit, but it's not. I'm I'm oh. more of an unnatural barbarian. And he shakes his head. And by the way, as you did that, it sounded like um you know when you come out of a tunnel, like whoosh, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> and he's like uh he's like oh oh well. He's like, oh, there's no, there's no accounting for barbarians. You know that skull of yours won't protect you forever, lad. What, what? you need is some cold steel. Um, and then he looks over at you, Greta, and he oh. says, "But I can see that you, lass, you know the value of some good armor. And what you need most of all, he looks down at your boots, is some new footgear." And he goes over where there's like an array, and you notice the boots are all stacked up in order. Like, uh, you know, like low, like high. It looks like kid sizes, and then like, you know, higher, 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 higher. And he pulls out one set of boots, and he brings them over. Now, these are gleaming gold boots that he brings over to you. Um, and he says, this shall be perfect. All right, last now put these on. Here you go. But I'm actually, you know, um... I understand, <clears throat> your, I understand ladies don't want to show their feet. It's fine. We're all past that now. We're all adults here. Let's just put on your boots, and you'll but... see how much more comfortable you can be. Dear, dear sir, I'm, 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 you know, looking for a shield, actually. And you, a shield? And he sort of staggers yes. back. A shield? Of course. Why didn't I see it before? And he goes over and he picks up one of these shields. And the shield that he brings over to you looks like it's about big enough to cover your fist. He's like, this right here is what we call the Lady's Special. Designed specially for your use. No, um, no, 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 um... My needs are bigger. He looks at you for a minute, blinking. That just, that, that just echoes in the air. <laughs> just for a moment. I'm not 100% sure what I said. What is this funny? I will <laughs> so ask after the session. Sony <laughs> uh, Koto claps. That was my reaction as well. Um, so he uh, he says uh, <laughs> he goes back over to the list of sheets. What did I say? <laughs> well, Ebenezer got it. All right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> He's <laughs> getting nervous, exactly. Uh, goes over and brings over a larger shield. Yes! He, he over. He brings... Right, exactly, Soda. Those are the best kind. He brings over this larger shield, and he says, um, Right, what we've got here, lass, is a shield that's big enough for many of you. Now, the shield he brings over this time is so big that you think you'd be able to maybe roll it along. Like, it's it's literally big enough to... If you were to put it down, no one could could get past you because you couldn't see them. Like, it's bigger than you. And he puts it down. You know, like, just sort of face down. He says, Right, now, the balance needs a little bit of work, but I'm happy to modify it for your needs. Um, but other, no sword will get by this shield. It's just as big a need as you could ever wish, he says. Yeah, but I won't get my mace behind it either. Isn't there, like... There has to be, like, a middle way or something, like, between the very small one and the very big one. Oh, you want something in between, do you? 
Very wise of you, very wise, lass. And he turns around, he takes the shield, sort of staggers over and puts it back. And he goes over to one shield that's sort of in the middle layer. And he pulls it out and he brings it over to you. This shield is vaguely rectangular, but it is the right size, you know, it seems to be the right size. And on it, you see that it's got these markings in some kind of script that look familiar to you. Uh, And he says, here you go, lass. It's one of our newest additions. I just completed this one, in fact. And he uh, hands it over to you. And uh, the markings on the front do look familiar if you wanted to take the time to read them. I, I want to take the time to read them because I don't want to run around with a shield like I'm with stupid or something. Okay, make a... Uh, let's see, make a... Hmm. Let's make a... I'm looking for a lore check. Uh, religion would work for this, um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. Um, let's go for religion. Yeah. So. Uh? I clicked it and nothing happened. <laughs> it worked. Okay. Uh, well, that was not as impressive as I would have ho- hoped. Eleven. Eleven. That's that's enough. Um, you're able to see that um, this seems to be written in some kind of stylized script that you've previously seen often in liturgical texts and uh, clerical texts and things like that, hymnals and stuff like that. Um, but uh, it spells out the first spe- first uh, thing spells out gold when you sort of make out all the, you know, the, the writing. And then the middle of it says E, and then the bottom one says locks. So... Lock, locks? Locks, right. Goldilocks? Yeah. And he says, this one, lass, this shield will be just right. Not too small, not too big. I give to you Goldilocks. <laughs> <laughs> And he, and okay. he sort of and he smiles with his hands on his hips, um, and uh, at just at this as you're looking at the shield, just at this moment, um, you hear um, from outside, "Oi, Enoch!" And then in comes this dwarf, and as you turn around to look at him, he looks very much like the dwarf you're talking to, except that instead of the shock of red hair that this guy has, he has a shock of completely black hair. But otherwise, he looks identical: same beard, same crazy eyebrows, whatever else. And uh, this one, uh, and apparently the dwarf, if his name is Enoch, says, Yes, yes, Enoch, what do you want? And uh, Enoch says, I was looking for the hammer. And Enoch says, I don't have more than my own hammer, you stupid loon. Ah, you did, because you stole it from me. I didn't steal anything from you, and you say that again, and I'll pound you. I'll run you through first. And they sort of stare at each other, glaring. And then with not another word, Enoch, the guy with the black beard, turns around and leaves. And Enoch, ah, never mind him. He runs the stupid, crappy, junky thing over there, that blacksmith right across the way. You go to him if you want to die in combat. You come to me if you want to live with shields like this. Who is Goldilocks? And he says, I don't know who it is. It's the name of the shield. I named it myself. I wanted something to reflect something that would fit the middle. Not too small, not too large. Somehow the name came to me in a dream. Uh, I was out on a hillside, you see, and there were three bears there, and they all growled at me at once, and I came out of the dream and immediately thought, Goldilocks, that's what the bears said. Goldilocks. He looks to be completely deadpan, by the way. If you just... Okay. Yeah. I'd say that idea was right on the porridge. 
Yeah. And he looks at you, he's like, I don't know that this is a time to joke. And he just kind of stares at you. <laughs> I just um, corpse at him, just dead. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I put the shield on and just, you know, like, swing it around and test the balance and how well it, it fits me. It is very nicely balanced. Um, the other thing is that as you're sort of moving it around, as you sort of move Goldilocks around, um, you notice, I mentioned that it's very warm in this place because it's not very big and there's this, you know, forge and everything. But uh, the shield, when it's up in front of you, you feel noticeably cooler behind it. Like, it seems to be, you don't know why, but it's not just the typical shielding you from it. When you're standing with the shield in front of you, you feel not as hot. You feel cooler behind the shield. Even the parts of you that are exposed, like your face and so forth, do not feel as hot as you're holding the shield up in front of you. Although I have no reason to suspect that I might face big flames in the future in any way, I still do think this might come in handy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um... So is the, the the writing is around the edge, or how do I? Uh, no, it's this? actually no, it's actually um, it's gold is like the top left quadrant uh, written on the shield itself, and then okay. E is sort of and there's there's a hyphen, so gold dash, and then E is in the middle of the shield dash, and then to the right corner, so the rightmost corner and the bottom of the shield is locks L O C K S. So it's uh, it's basically like diagonally down if you follow what I'm saying. Gold and then E and then locks. Yeah, I, I'm considering having it repainted, but I'm quite sure he's not the guy I should ask about that. Please don't. So, uh, and so um. He says, Ah, uh, yes, so, a real so looker, sir. isn't it? It's a pretty shield for a pretty lass. So good, and sir. Yes. How much do you want for the shield? And he says, Well, now, and he sort of um, and he starts doing some mental calculations. Um, well, how much do you have? <laughs> a and whole dead, totally gold dead piece. Totally deadpan. Yeah, and I'm so good at lying. Um, <laughs> I um, uh, I'm looking at my, my my companions. Any anybody else wants to buy something as well? We could maybe get a group discount or something. You know, I'm good. Thanks, Urash. Uh, I mean, you, I know you're not really like into armor, but I like seeing you alive. So maybe a little piece of armor here or there. Uh, ju to quickly jumping out of garage for a second. Um, so I get my unarmored defense. Do helmets, gloves, boots, that sort of thing count as armor? Uh, they can. Um, if they're going to have any protective effect, then they would. So okay. you know, if you're talking about like if, if someone gives you a beret, you could wear that yeah. without having to worry. Yeah. It's going to do anything. <laughs> but if you're wearing like a straight up helmet, then you know, yes, it could affect that. Mostly because the main reason is that it throws your balance off. I mean, it it you know, it makes it more difficult for you to do what you would normally do. Basically, I could I could probably and I look down at my tattered and bloodstained trousers or like cut off trousers. I could probably visit a clothier unless you've got some pants. Um, do you say that to him? Yeah, and he says, um, "Pants? Mm, I don't have pants. I've got greaves. I've got leggings." And he points to some metal, you know, leggings that are hanging there. Mm. He's like, "But if you were to talk to my worthless, useless brother across the way, Enoch, he might have some of that not as impressive stuff for you." Well, that answers my question then, Celtic. <laughs> I sort of stop poking at random stuff in the shop. Yes? Anything you um, need? I'm pretty good, thanks. Um, so, um, 
about that shield? I mean, uh, a good craftsman is you, you, you must have an idea for how much it is worth to you. And he says, um, he says, well, I'll tell you what, lass, I made this with special care. This wasn't just an ordinary shield, you see. I needed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it came from my dream. So, mm-hmm. as a result, it's uh, perhaps a little bit more pricey than some of my usual items. Uh, mm-hmm. It's probably going to run you, and he pauses for dramatic effect, about 15 gold. Now, you know that a shield normally runs about 10 gold, so that's okay. not very much more. But he, the way he, sound, he, sort of, he sort of says, I know it's expensive. I can offer you an installment plan. We do layaway here. If you were to just drop no, it no, off, no, no. you could put down a gold, oh, once a month, and uh, 15 months from now, well, there you are, and you can have your shield. Um, we, I think I would prefer to pay it all at once because we might be traveling on and I would not like you to be out of your money. He says, at once? Oh, well, well yes, of course. Uh, I'd be happy to provide it to you. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, and he says, um, now, would you like that wrapped? No. Okay. And he I, goes, I just... <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm going to wear this out. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so he... Take the tags off. It's fine. Uh, so he, uh, so he hands it over to you and he says, um, There you are, lass. Now, be aware. This shield mm-hmm. will protect you, but nothing protects you as well as a good right arm and a smart head. I imagine you got both. Hey, lassie? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they're both standing behind me. We have this. <laughs> and so, yeah. Okay, thank you very much. I, I, I hand him the money. Okay, and, and uh, um... <clears throat> he takes it and he says, Thank you, I appreciate it. Now you can, and then he then he uh, looks at you again, Selsig, as you're sort of looking at some of the other stuff. He's like, "Wait, wait, just a minute! I've found something even more impressive. It spoke to me in another dream." And he holds up his hand. And he looks you up, and he says, "This, this would be the best thing that I've ever done." And he sort of bustles over, and he brings over a piece of halfling-sized um, plate mail armor. And he says, inside this, my friend, you'll never be found, never be hurt, and never be harmed. Now, this thing does look to be very sturdy and completely impossible to move in. Like, just like the, you know, he's like very excited, though. You can tell he's just like, it's like I was made for you. Yeah, he's like, here, why don't you try it on and see how it is? No obligation, of course. (laughs) Greta is totally happy that the attention has moved to something. He's like, you could look like a little turtle. (laughs) But I've got me own. Um, And he says, ah, that's not going to do anything. A stiff wind would blow through that. Now this on the other hand, and he sort of, you don't want to make the mistake your friend is making there, do you? And he points at Orash. He says, how many times is, let me ask you something. He lowers, he says, he he leans forth as if he's lowering his voice, which in practice means he drops it from like 15 to 14.5 decibels and says, how many times has that big one been almost dead? You can tell me. What, today? Four or five. <laughs> yeah. Are we talking in the last hour? And why is that? Because he's as bare as a baby in his first diaper. The first it's thing you need to do is protect yourself. And you do that with metal and steel. Just like this, my lad. I, I have learned an ancient halfling secret which is better than any armor. And that is not being there when they swing the sword. He shakes his head and he says... Well, have I'm it your own way. In the way. <laughs> but don't come crying to me the next time a sword designed for your skull 
doesn't end up there. And he sort of stops and then realizes he doesn't have the saying right. He's like, I mean, when the... Well, never mind. Just don't come crying to me. And he takes the armor. And he turns around and goes back. He says, all right, well, if there's anything else... Okay, um, I'm done. I think we could move on and get some pants for Rush. All right. Yep, yep. Have <laughs> a pleasant have a mask day, then. Gets in pants. <laughs> and, uh, remember, remember, never go too small. Never go too big. Always go for just right. Just and he turns right. and begins to clang again. Good day. Bye. Good day. All right, we're, leave, we're leaving the shop. Uh, okay. As we're leaving, I'll turn to Greta. I'll go, okay, so now you have to practice the phrase, looks like someone's been sleeping in my bed <laughs> as you run into battle. Okay? Don't ask why, I just do it. Right. Anyway, looks, what's looks that? Like an somebody has been cry. sleeping in my bed? Dwarven, I think it is. I'm pretty sure it's Dwarven, but it goes perfectly yeah. with that shield. <laughs> it, it just seems right. I, I don't know why. It just feels right, doesn't it? Yeah. If it feels right, do it. Um, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk I'm towards so the place. I'm so gonna have this painted over. Place with the uh, place with the axes and stuff. Okay. Uh, right. You mean the place right across the way? That's it. Okay. That's what so I'm doing. So you walk into this one now. This uh, assuming you're walking in, and our Greta and Celsius, you guys are following mm-hmm. him. Okay. Yeah. So when you walk into there, so this place looks. It's odd because it seems very much like the mirror image of the place that you just left, except instead of having, you know, shields and armor and boots and everything, what you have instead is basically crossed swords and weapons of every description. There's like 50 swords, 50 axes, 50 maces, 50 war hammers. You have never seen Halberds, this excited. 50 tridents. 50, like, you know, I just, just like, like picking stuff right? up. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. look at this. Look at this. It's there's so there's actually, there's a box near the, uh, there's like a, there's a box near the front that basically says, um, uh, remainders buy as is. And in there, there's like little swords and like, um, you see like a couple of slings maybe and just like wet, like it looks like just sort of used weapons that, that, you know, you can get there and it says three for five gold pieces, you know, stuff like that in there. And um, there is a guy um, behind the counter. This one is not banging away at something, though. He um, is looking around at the moment as uh, you don't, you, as you come in. You just see his boot, like, sticking out from behind the counter. So he seems to be down on the ground for some reason. Okay. Hello? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go up to the counter. Uh, okay. Hello? And you say hello at the same time Greta does, and he goes, oh, and he like bangs his head in the door. Oh, <laughs> damn it! And he comes out for a second, and he comes oh. out holding his head. He's like, ah, Sorry. yes. And you see that it is, um, in fact, Enoch, uh, the guy who just came in before with the scruffy beard. And yes, what can I do for you? Are you, are you the brother of the guy who is across the way? Mm. Did he tell you I was? Well, no, but you look alike, so. And he says, and he kind of shakes his head. He's like, I know. It's been our curse ever since we were little. Enoch and Enoch, the two dwarves that aren't actually brothers, but look like they are. Everyone just assumes it. (laughs) There we walk down the street. What clan do you belong to? Shouldn't you go home to your father and mother, they would say. Ah, anyone can see that we're totally different. He's all about about armor and shields and boots and me. I'm about what really counts. And he looks around with this gleam in his eye. I'm about the things that cause the damage to happen. None of his armor would stand a prayer against... And he catches sight, Greta, of you holding the shield. As you walk in, he's like, Did you get one of his little pieces of 
protection, lass? Yes. You realize that you can punch through that thing, right? I don't think I can. I have not tried, but I'm pretty sure I can't. And he sort of shakes his head. He's like, well, look, I'll show you. And he comes over and he gets this mace. Now, this mace that he pulls off the wall has got six flanges. And, like, it looks it looks like no joke. He's like, all right, we're just going to do a test here. And he swings the thing around like he's about to bring you'll it back down it, on the show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, ah, we, get, eh? we, we get the point. All right. Okay. So just we'll be aware. We'll pay for it. Ah. We'll check it. Thing was probably right. oh, Rash, headbutt it. I bet it was made. <laughs> he gets all his stuff Sorry. made in Tribor anyway. Mutters in his we breath can, and he goes back. We yeah, can we can check it outside later. Um, right, I I had a question. I take the Droopy's axe out and I was kind of plop it on the counter. Do you know anything about this? Mm, he looks at it. He says, "That is a great axe you got there." He kind of yeah, looks thanks. at it in different parts and No, I mean it's a great axe. The big buffoon, no, I, I mean it's great. It's no, a, I know. It's meant I take out my other great axe. Oh. He says, um Well, he's like, this obviously has seen more than a few battles and and then he catches sight of the um he catches sight of the writing on it and he says his face uh make a insight check for me, please, Arash. Okay. Uh twelve. Um you almost feel like his face pales a little bit when he sees the writing, and he's can kind I of like. in a little bit? I'm sh- like, sure, you can if you wish. Did you, what did you recognize then? He says, "I don't know how much you know about these things, lad, but I wouldn't necessarily go playing around with certain kinds of weapons. They they can cause problems. This, who'd you get this axe from? You answer my question first. You can read this, can't you?" And he kind of looks at you, his eyes kind of shift. I'm not much into reading. I'm into making things. Lad. Then what made your face go so pale? What? Well, it's my complexion. It's coldest time of year. It's like 100 degrees inside the hijab. It is not even vaguely cold. Um, Come on, man. I'm not wearing any armor. I'm roasting. And he, he sort of looks and he says, Listen, I can't go around telling everyone about it. It'll create a panic. Have any of the townspeople seen you holding this thing? No, not yet. Maybe people who came, maybe people who saw me walking down here, but I've been wearing a cloak, so. All right. Do you speak any giant? Nope. Okay. None of you do, right? Uh, right. Nope. So he uh, points to it. He says, I speak just enough to know when to avoid something that I shouldn't have. And he points to the, the writings and he points to one, the first set, and he says, This says axe and then the second one and this of and this last one blood this is an axe of blood it's a sacred axe to the giants if they find out that you have it they'll stop at nothing to get it back from you at all costs well that's not a bad thing and he looks you have it for 50 gold. not a bad thing lass <laughs> with that piece of tinfoil you call a shield you better hope you got more than that protecting you when the time comes I've seen things, you know, things you wouldn't want to see, things you couldn't believe, like tears in the rain. <coughs> and he stops. <laughs> he stops because he's choking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, we'll, he's like, we'll, we'll I don't be, know what we'll made be me very, say that time. Um, we'll, be, we'll be very careful with it. What else do you know about it? He says, I know that it's got a powerful enchantment on it but no one who's not a giant has ever been able to find its true purpose. 
It's okay. the kind of thing some people say it's cursed. Some say it's evil. Others say it just needs the right heart to open it. But whatever it is, it's uh, it's dangerous. Who else? Who I'd, else if I were about? you, I'd replace it with a good sturdy axe like one of mine. And you see that he has them and hanging, he points up at the axes on the wall and hanging from them are these little like notes, like pieces of paper. And on the piece of paper are written things like the cleaver, the eliminator, like things like that all written in common, like all the way down. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then he's got below it, he has a, a sign which says, um, we do not sell to anyone under the age of 21. So he's got that listed in the sign below that also. Can't we get one of these um, leather covers for the axe head so that nobody can see the writing? And Udwash just takes it off when he needs it. And he says, I'll provide you such a cover, lass. And because I'm so concerned about making sure that none of you get killed, I'll do it for free. That's more Thank than you. that idiot across the street would have done for you. And he takes out this, generous. Um, he takes <clears> this <throat> leather uh, cover, which basically will fit around the blade of the axe. And, it, but he says, uh, just on the I'm blade, not touching right? the blade, though. You put that on yourself. No, no, that's fine. I'll, I'll do that. Um, the writing's just on the axe head, though, right? Correct. Is there anything identifiable on the handle? Um, no, the handle just seems to be kind of wrapped leather um, okay. and, uh, you know, up and down. It's worn, I mean, because it has clearly seen a number of battles, but it is yeah. doesn't have any, like, particular magic or anything like that. Okay, cool. All right, well... <laughs> Does he have a well... ballista that shoots at <laughs> He has an axe ballista, yeah. That's out back, uh, laddie. Um, so, uh, he says, now, what can I do for you in terms of weaponry? You! And he points to you, uh, so he's like, I know your type. You're looking for the kinds that sneak in the dark, eh? Something like, for example, and he leans down behind the counter, this! And then he takes up and he whips at your head this knife that like lands like two inches to the left of your head. And like just is there and the one uh, just sort of shakes back and forth. He's like, right? That's the kind of reactions that I wanted to see. He's like, I usually test that when I think I'm dealing with a rogue. Most of the time I get it right. When I don't, uh, <laughs> you know, I have insurance for that. Anyway, and uh, he points to the... He points to the I look at the ground to see if there's any, like, dried bloodstains. Uh, there's some un, there's some undiscernible or un, unidentifiable marks. You don't really know what those are from. Uh, possibly just sulfur not anything else. <laughs> I but, shuffle um, away from anything that might accidentally fall in my pocket. Okay, right. So he points to the he points to the dagger and he says, "You're welcome to look at it, lad, if you wish." I, I will pull it out and inspect it. This is a nice knife. It's a nicely balanced knife. Um, and you notice that on the hilt of the knife is um, carved something in common, uh, and the word is love. And as you're holding it, he says, "What do you think about that?" It's a very nice feeling knife. Um, but is it as nice why? as this? And then he whips the second one at your head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The other side. And on that Go one, on that one it trivers. <laughs> and he, there's, there's that one. He's like, there's that one. Uh, if you want to grab that, you could, if you wish. I'll pull that one out. And that <laughs> one has something written on it, and it says hate. <laughs> he's like, now, you put these two together, lad. Love and hate. And you have all the emotional support you could ever need. That's all yeah. I ever use. And let me guess, Just they like both. Just my childhood. And let me guess, they both are double-edged. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. <laughs> and he nods his head. He said, "Yes, they are." That said, though, Celsic, these are very nicely balanced throwing daggers. Like they're very like 
they they you can you can attest to their accuracy because the guy who threw it at you, although he threw faster than you expected, does not look like he spends most of his time practicing throws. Um, so the fact that they went more or less where he wanted them to go apparently is uh, indicative of something that maybe a trained professional could do even more with. They seem to be pretty nice uh, daggers. They are very very nice, and I sort of pe- pick up pull out one of my just common ones and I'm sort of weighing them up like. This is definitely a better balanced knife. Now, it's the dagger. Now, it's not clear to you whether or not it's magical. Probably not, but you don't know for sure. But it's uh, very nicely an, balanced. Since I'm an arcane trickster, might I be able to detect any magic essence? Uh, You would have to actually use a detect magic to determine. It's certainly not any kind okay. of powerful aura. One thing right. you can tell, though, from looking at this is that this blade is exceedingly sharp, and you can tell that because it went pretty far into the wood behind you, and the wood is pretty rough, like, you know, thick wood, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. It's good steel. How much you asking? And he says, well, that depends on how much you have. <laughs> Are you sure you're not brothers? No, I told you. We're completely <laughs> different people. We have nothing to say to each other, and just as that happens, you hear... Oi, Enoch! And you turn around and you see Enoch there. And he says, Enoch, you seen my bellows? Or no, you're, sorry, my tongs? Are you daft? I don't have your tongs. Why would I have those? I have my own. Ah, uh, you stole mine last week. I never did, it was you. Ah! And then they leave each other again. He says he's always asking for my things to make his subpar maiden triboard junk. <laughs> okay, okay, I back out. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and uh, let me tell you what we still need some tr- we still need some new pants for you hey that's questionable I mean these are still covering me well mostly not very well I just want this to isn't out. really the right place for looking sharp <laughs> and he says he sort of for, for a second he stands there looking at you and then he goes ah <laughs> so he just bursts into laughter that goes on for far longer than you would expect, like a full minute. <laughs> and finally, he's just like, ah, oh, ah, oh, that, ah, oh, you should go into business telling jokes like that. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, and uh, uh, that cost is still going to be five gold. Um, and what you happen to know is that the um, that normally a dagger like this would run about two. So he basically says this is about five gold for each, which is more expensive than normal, but they are very nicely balanced. Yeah, one for your current girlfriend, one for your ex. Exactly, Eliav, exactly. <laughs> I'll just sort of sh- politely sh- turn my back to Greta and Oresh and pull out my money bag, and there's a lot of clinking. I can stretch to that. Okay. <laughs> I, just a point. I need to deduct my money. Yeah, thing. please do deduct your money. And actually, out of, care, out, of, uh, out of the dwarf character, how much do you guys actually have? I don't tell you. you don't, I, don't, I need to know. I, don't want the I can also know. make it magically disappear through the powers of me. I, <laughs> yeah, I that's why I'm not telling you. I'm not going to make it disappear. 20 gold pieces, that's it. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure it's more in line with what I imagined. Celsic, what do you have? 245. <laughs> okay. Greta, what do you have? Now I still have 60. Okay. okay. okay and I've still got right. three gems I haven't cashed in. Yeah, I know, I know. There are lots of them. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Um, so he gives you, uh, so he gives you that, um, and uh, he says, "That's that's wonderful, lad. Wonderful." Now, uh, would you like these wrapped? Uh, no, I'll wear them out. Do you have any sheaths? 
Certainly I do. And he, see, he shows you a bunch of sheaths. Now, one of them, uh, so there's like red leather sheaths, black leather sheaths, green leather sheaths, all different types. A couple of them have designs on them. Um, some of them have uh, designs, like there's one that seems to say like, like Hugo and then maybe B-O-S-S is on the down. You don't really totally know if that's what it is, but something like that. And then there is, uh, on one of them, you think you see this strange, um, it looks like kind of the face of a cat, but there's no mouth on it. And it's, the, the whole sheath is like pink and purple. Um, and uh, it, the, she, the cat seems to be holding like a pocketbook or something like that. Um, on the, It seems very stylized. And you're not really, he's like, yeah, that's the newest rage. All of the kids like those. Do we have hands on these? Okay. <laughs> so you take them and he says, uh, all right, um, here you go. Now, t- unfortunately, that sheath is a little more expensive. Uh, it's the brand, you know. Um, and uh, we call this uh, one. And, and in the background, you see that it says, um, Hello, Caddy, is what it says in the back. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, there you go. It's to Caddy, your, your knife, of course. And uh, this will be, uh, it'll be uh, a gold for uh, that sheath. Okay, I'll, I'll pay for that. Okay, so you do that. And uh, so, and it is a nice, uh, she actually, now, it, he only has one of those. So you need to get one of those and then another one, like, you know, so you'd have, so do you want like a, the Hugo Boss one? Or do you want like a red or a green one? Or like, what's the other one you want? Um, I, I, do they have any gray ones? Uh, they do have a gray one, yes. They've also got um, one that has a, a yellow creature with a, um, looks like a kind of spiky, almost lightning tail. And it has these red cute cheeks on the front of it too. Go with that one. I, I, th- I think I'll pass on that one. I, I, I do quite want a gray one for reasons that may or may not ever come to pass. <laughs> oh, he's like, everyone likes the knife at you, but all right. And he puts it back. <laughs> and um, he, hands you the, he hands you the one that you, you asked for, the gray one. Uh, that one's only a few silver. Uh, just, uh, let's see, and he kind of, you know, does some calculations. Of five silver should probably do it. Okay, then. I hand over the silver. Okay. <laughs> Again, making sure to conceal my money pouch from the rest of the party. Right, exactly. <laughs> As you put it back in, there's the... Right, exactly. As you put it back in, you just hear like... <laughs> right, it's like the yeah. sound. Alright. That's a noise. <laughs> we really oh. should get you some new pants and maybe a vest or something because it's really getting cold here sooner or well, later. I do, I do have and a also, on, And we might also have name. to go like into polite company with those um, Duvessa chain or whatever her name was and stuff like that. So at least the pants. This is true. I could do with some actual clothes if I'm going to be around <laughs> civilized folk. And he says, um, ah, well, you're if you're civilized. Looking... Don't, put, don't put yourself down like that. If you're looking for pants... There's only one person to go to. His name, and he sort of curls lip his bit, his name is Ernesto. You'll find him at the southern portion of the market district. Uh, you can't miss it. He's got a big needle and thread on the sign outside his shop. He makes the best clothing in the ten towns, yeah, but he's a little uh, eccentric. And, nope. and he says eccentric as his eyebrows bristle, you know, like as he's like, like staring up at you. <laughs> Okay, thank you very All much right. for your help. My pleasure. If you ever need some real weapons, things that'll break through whatever that paper plate is that you're carrying there, lass, please let me know. I'm always here to help. Thank you. Okay. Uh, and then you guys leave. Now, if you guys want, you can go find what he asked you, or you can head elsewhere. It's up to you. 